0: You got the shell. The shell, shell,
1: Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show.
2: This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by coors Light on 100.5 ESPN
3: but I knew with a new team that I'm going to have to be here a little bit more just to get to know the guys, let them feel the cadence, and start to step into the leadership role that uh, is going to be open for my seamless transition there as a quarterback.
2: So definitely wanting to be here. Broadcasting live from the ESPN Madison studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge.
1: You doing a show today?
0: People like me. I'm doing a lot of things. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Multiple, you know what
1: to do. And that's crush a Coors Light like Rutledge crushed that open. All righty. People I crush like
0: my Aaron Rodgers take. And even though Jason will didn't your even take. hear it, he knows it's right. But
1: he nailed, like, did you notice how he nailed, like, three of our analogies we had used earlier in the show? And he, he mentioned he hadn't been listening. I don't believe him. Oh, I don't think we're that clever in our analogies is really No, comes. you're right. But to, to even go as far as to say like a girl on Instagram. Oh, that was a bit odd that was you, like that's mark, yeah. where I was like, huh. He's
0: we, Alex Strofe. I'm Tim Rutledge. This is Rutledge and <laughs> Hamilton, live from the Spark Building. Get into the show, eight four four, seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. We have two iron talk poll questions up there. First one is what word would you use to describe the Packers one year extension with Jordan Love? Fifty three percent of you say win win. 32% of you say hedge, which is kind of the same thing. Uh, 7%, or we'll round it up, 8% say mistake, 8% say genius.
1: Um, so I think for the most part, people are calling this,
0: uh, really it's hedge, because to me, win-win and hedge
1: is the same. For anybody keeping track at home, by the way, the percentages you just read off uh, add up to 101%. I rounded up, so <laughs> that's... Just giving you a hard time.
0: And then the other one here, are you glad Aaron Rodgers seems happier in New York than he was during his final season in Green Bay? Fifty nine percent of you say no. Tired of his feelings. Really? Yes. It reminds me of what is it? Olivia Rodrigo. Good for
1: you. Yeah, that's. A great I hope song, you're happy and way. healthy. Uh, Street whiskey chimes in on, on that poll on Twitter, and I, I, I like this response. Everyone wants to feel wanted, regardless of how much money you have. Now, is there a point to Rogers didn't feel wanted by Green Bay? There's a case to be made. Okay, but that case should have been. And I, I, I'm on Team Rutledge chair, so you don't need to get defensive. That case should have been over. Rogers should have felt wanted after he signed a three-year extension last spring. You know, I think sometimes people like to say the,
0: there's a, a letter in the alphabet followed by the words, your feelings. And honestly, you know what? Part of that contract, Aaron Rodgers, is blank your feelings. Like You have to show up, and you have to be the same person you always have been when you're showing up for a job. And it's not just, think about it in your own workplace. You show up. Especially now, in today's changing work climate, more so than ever, you show up for your job and you crush it. What are some of our core values here? Forget even core values. One of the things you're judged upon here at Good Karma is, are you being a good teammate? Yep. That is one of the things in your annual review that they will go over with you. If you go out and do your job, but you're an asshat, that's going to affect you at Good Karma and plenty of workplaces. And it's because they know... That there is, at a bare minimum, a subconscious drain on the morale if someone is out there not carrying their weight. Jason Willie referenced it. Sammy Watkins and other guys didn't show up. You can look at it two ways. And one way is say, oh, well, they didn't show up, so why would Aaron show up? No. Aaron is the leader. Aaron's supposed to be there. With great contracts and great prestige and great praise comes great responsibility. Absolutely. And Aaron Rodgers skirted that responsibility. Did it cost the Packers the playoffs? That's not far-fetched. That's what Jason Willoughby implied a little bit there. That's That's not too far out of pocket to say. Aaron Rodgers shows up and is happy and shows up for all the volunteer stuff and is just more engaged and has a better attitude throughout that couldn't get you one more touchdown in the Lions game? Is that insane to say? No, it's not insane. You can't prove it, but it's not
1: something out of left field. It is something that is kind yeah, of understand so, so not game he 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 made sure he pointed out it was not game seventeen the the game at Lambeau against Detroit. He said the game at Detroit which which Ryan I think brought up yesterday as as a game that maybe could have changed that result, which I don't necessarily disagree with, but I do disagree with the fact that that it changes the outcome of, of last season. Last season's team, even if they would have gotten into the playoffs was not a playoff team. They were a bad football team. They were 8 and 9, and that Should was probably get the playoffs, better than. He's they
0: probably still here?
1: Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. I, that's, and Aaron, that, and that's Jordan Love signs the same contract? That's, that's an incredibly interesting question. If they made the playoffs, is he still here? But it changes how that offseason went. And I've been saying this for a long time, and I know my regular co host, Matt Hamilton, falls under
0: the same trap that you're doing. I don't care about what the Packers did. You, as the leader of the team, the most prestigious player on the team, the best Best player on the team, one of the best players in the NFL, you control your reactions to things. You control your own actions to things. No matter how put upon you feel, no matter how unloved you feel, no matter what your feelings say, you're getting paid that money and you're being looked to as a leader to lead, which means show up and be the same player off the field. That you've been for most of your career, which is showing up to voluntary things, which is being engaged, which isn't taking pot shots at your teammates on the Pat McAfee show or in press conferences, referencing retirement after every single year. None of those things were productive. Maybe they weren't negative, but none of them were productive. And why are they back in the spotlight right now? Because we're seeing that Aaron Rodgers did it on purpose. Because the second, from the second he has arrived in New York, he has been the old Aaron Rodgers. And that, to me, is what would drive me insane as a Packers fan. Because if I'm, as a parent, or as someone in a relationship, I get mad at purposeful. I get mad at intent. If you are purposely being obtuse, if you're purposely being mean, or angry, or just choosing to be difficult, that's what bothers me. If you are Hmm. reacting in the moment, and that's how you're feeling for a minute, or for for an hour or so, fine. But if you're still choosing to be angry and mad, especially if you're Aaron Rodgers, who's all about changing your mindset, then change your own damn mindset and come into Green Bay with a smile on your face and act like you used to because you're capable of it because you just did it
1: in New York. That's what would infuriate me if I'm a Packer fan. Well, but I I don't think that's that's accurate, right? Like to say he's just capable of putting a smile on his face, because again, there's more than a two day two way street than maybe we're portraying it as, right? No, he controls his actions. He he controls his actions absolutely. However, so did the Green Bay Packers front office. That was business. He's making it personal. But a business decision of not helping your team get over the hump of the NFC Championship game that you're in by drafting a quarterback in the first round and trading up to do it
2: is
0: is, how is is Aaron Rodgers? to productive do
1: we fully look at that as a business decision but if because Aaron Rodgers said it time and time again Jim that that is that may go down as the worst draft pick in Packers right. history right but
0: if Aaron Rodgers is all about winning it's then a crappy business what decision. can Aaron but what could Aaron Rodgers do if he's all about winning it's still more productive for Aaron Rodgers to show up and be the old Aaron Rodgers of old than for him to show up and be a big baby that is factual that is still more productive but the thing he a big did baby was not
1: accurate
0: i mean brat a, but, but how last year he you can see it. He purposely changed. He purposely came in with a tone of "I don't like what's going on." You can see it when you look at him today. But did we he, like what was going on? Absolutely not. We 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 analyzed that. We patch are not getting a We are times. not the they leader of the Green the Bay Packers. We are not getting paid millions of dollars. That's what the money's for. You show up and you do your job
1: and you be a good teammate. But he did. He did show up and do his job. He won him eight games. He played with the broken. His job. His job was to win eight games. His job was to play. And he played fine. It Again, wasn't our job description
0: here. here isn't just show up and do a radio show or show up and do sales. Well, it's also uh, show up and
1: be a good, productive teammate. Well, yes, but that is maybe not in Aaron Rodgers' contract. But to say he's not a good teammate is Wait. also probably inaccurate. Was he a good no. teammate to Amari Rodgers? Absolutely not. But no, would? forget I'm not going
0: micro. I'm going macro. You're, as will be touched on, you don't show up voluntary workouts. Who doesn't show up voluntary workouts? Sammy Watkins. You're not leading. Randall Cobb was there, and he didn't even
1: have a, a bonus. He was there to he's be a He's a leader. Teammate. Right.
0: Be a leader. You're getting paid millions. You used to be a leader, Aaron Rodgers, and now you're a leader again in New York. And that should infuriate Packer fans that he's picking and choosing when he wants to be a leader and when he doesn't. And he chose the last two plus years in Green Bay not to be a leader. You know what you can do, and who's always a leader, and who you can choose and trust to be around, is my friends at Canopy Wealth Management. (laughs) At Canopy Wealth Management, they take the time to truly get to know and understand the dynamics of your values, goals, and plans for your family. No family fits a generic mold, and neither should your financial plan. That's why you need to go to Canopy-Wealth.com to get started with them today. That's Canopy-Wealth.com. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. We're going to throw
2: some stones next. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. to the moon. Guys, what y'all want
3: to be here
4: the
3: first week to... Uh, to get to know the guys and to uh, go through the workouts and, and be around, and, and then you know I have some things planned. I got to miss a few days, but uh, but it's been good to be out here with all the guys. And I think you know guys feel the energy that uh, that I've been bringing and that I kind of bring on a daily basis. And I think there's a lot of excitement around here.
0: That was Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show, talking about why he's so happy. He is. Why he's there? You didn't hear any of it. You were just you wandered off. I
1: was there. What are you talking about? You were out there. Prove it. Tell me what Aaron just said. Aaron was talking about New York, New York, like Frank Sinatra.
0: Jeremiah Madison chimes in. Do you want him, Aaron Rodgers, to be happy surrounded by losers? You give Alex crap when he misses a bounce back. But Jeremiah, I read that one on purpose because Alex. I think it's. I feel comfortable saying this. You know that when I'm giving you crap, it's not about oh the show and oh my my leading looks bad or whatever. It's I miss about, a what is it about? He's pounds. I think he's talking about like playing audio oh, or gotcha, you know that gotcha, sort of gotcha, stuff. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. But the point being is I give you crap there on purpose. You know for most of them just trying to hold you to the same standard I'm holding myself to to get you better. And you know that from the time we've been doing the shows together. You're such a leader. But you know, but my point is you are what you've earned wherever you're at. The So Rogers has earned the right to not go to the no,
1: voluntary spring camps.
0: He does not earn the benefit of the doubt. I think there's some play I look some players have quietly, you know, the hand signal thing. That Some of the stuff comes out that's already come out. Players necessarily didn't feel, I think, the same as they did about Aaron Rodgers a few years ago. Aaron Rodgers, I think, is fair to say, was a lesser of an engaged leader. And will, the Packers were even quoted off the record saying... Passive leadership was part of the problem they yeah, had with I mean, Aaron Rodgers. He,
1: he, he, so, he, was under, he was operating under the premise that the standard is the standard, and he doesn't need to you know, set the standard or explain the standard. The standard is the standard. Clearly, that didn't work at the end. We can, we can agree on that. But my
0: point being, but it's more than that. It's about how are you approaching things. Barry Bonds, or for example here, Aaron Rodgers gets more crap for the stuff he does, or Jay Cutler got more crap for the stuff he did as opposed to Aaron Rodgers because
1: of I what?
0: don't think that's accurate. Oh. I, no, Go Aaron, to sh-
1: Aaron Rodgers is the biggest target in sports today, bar none. Jay
0: Cutler was, and he wasn't anywhere close to being talented enough to be that guy.
1: Right, but at a at a Chicago level, sure, Cutler may have been a bigger villain. But nationally, Rod, were you not
0: aware when Aaron, when Jay Cutler tore his MCL and like players were burying him on social media, he was the butt of everything, and he was actually hurt. He got destroyed, and he was injured because he was on the sideline. I know this, but again, you're you're splitting the hairs that are not important. My point being, your attitude and your actions. are are how you're going to be reflected aaron Rodgers has earned every bit of the crap he got same with jay cutler but aaron Rodgers has not earned the benefit of the doubt uh, a benefit of the doubt as a leader when you don't show up for crap and when players start whispering that maybe you're more passive than you should be as a leader and your team starts saying it you have earned the crap that's coming your way and you
1: have not earned goodwill let's throw some stones is he still dating mallory edens do we know? was he ever
4: i thought they were i don't know if that was official I have no clue. That that wasn't in Stones for today. Who cares?
2: The guys live in glass houses, but that's never stopped them before. I think he's a bum. I think he's an absolute bum. It's time to throw some Stones. What? What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? On Rutledge and Hamilton, brought to you by Metro Kia Madison, Madison's trusted Kia dealership.
4: So it is time to throw some stones here on Rutledge and Hamilton. We've obviously been throwing some big stones at Aaron Rodgers today, but... We? We. Well, one of us has been, but... (laughs) I, each and every day, waste a lot well, of time. One of us got some big stones, I know. <laughs> yes, the I one know. with the biggest stones. Well, we'll see if you can win Ew. stones today. <laughs> uh, I've had some questions I've curated from Twitter today. Uh, you and you, Jim, and Alex have Me? answers. You. Okay. Jim, you. Me too. Um, I'll score the answers the throughout, Alex. and at the end, we'll crown a winner of throwing stones. So. First thing I saw today that was a bit more disconcerting than Aaron Rodgers talking about his new situation in New York, Jeffrey Hinton, who is known as the Godfather of AI—that's artificial intelligence—has quit Google after over a decade, expressing regret over his life's work and warning of dangers ahead. He said, "Quote: I console myself with the normal excuse if I hadn't done it, somebody else would have." Guys. Have we gone too far with ChatGPT and artificial intelligence, and is this going to be something that we're going to regret in 20 years from now, Uh from now? The regret part of it
1: maybe, but have we gone too far with it? Not yet. We will because we go too far with everything. That's welcome to America, right? I, I, look, I, I think J- ChatGPT could be useful. It can be. Um, you know, writing uh, writing your college thesis, probably not what you should use that for. But... I don't know. There, there are certainly uses for it. Uh, Ryan, if I'm not mistaken, you
4: uh, have used it on Willy and Tausch because Tausch is fascinated by the idea of ChatGPT. I think there's fun there. There's fun to be had, and there's uh, there's possible people to be replaced by machines as well, but I don't know. What I do you- don't know about that because it's not like they're
1: predicting the future. or you know, th- Their database, a lot of the ones I've used, I've tried to use everyone available, Google, ChatGPT, and then the Snapchat version. Most of them don't have a lot of like knowledge of anything that's happened within the last five years. It's all like pre-2017. I-, I asked all three of them what the New York Jets record was in 2022. All three of them told me they won zero games. So, so, now, so
4: it's still not there yet. Anyway. So, at least we can't be replaced here on throwing stuff. Facts.
0: So I think it'll be like the internet where there's a lot of good from it. There are people who probably aren't as connected as they would would have been without the internet social media it has positives it's hard to believe but there's plenty of people who their only connection to the outside world is through social media and if they're having healthy connections out there through social media then that's keeping them connected somehow to the world and i do think it allows in its best case scenario the internet and social media for people to be connected share good ideas they've Uh, helped save people it's helped overthrow bad governments. it's helped do a lot of things it's helped mark people safe it's helped do a lot of things it's got a lot of nastiness to it too and i think that's what this is too there's gonna be a lot of nastiness a lot of misuse a lot of people craving power misusing it turning people against each other and doing a lot of nasty things but i think the good will still outweigh the bad as far as the jobs things We've never fully automated anything. What's gonna happen is you're right. Maybe the person make manufacturing might be a little bit less and less, but then there's gonna be someone else hired to monitor all these things. So it's just different jobs. Maybe the old like people have a hard time wrapping their brain around that sometimes. You might not always have the same jobs forever. We're
4: not laying a lot of railroad tracks anymore. Doesn't mean there's less jobs, just means there's different jobs. Well, speaking of monitoring, Jim, you bring up, sports books are apparently snitching on NFL players who gamble. That's according to Pro Football Talk. The NFLPA sent an email alerting players to the fact that gambling apps can monitor their activity. And it was part of that monitoring that the NFL learned of the players using the apps at work, which is a violation of the NFL's gambling policy. Those players being Quintez Cephas, Jameson Williams from the Lions, and a few others, I believe one from the Atlanta Falcons as well. So guys... What do we think of the NFL playing a little bit of Big Brother with monitoring players' activity on gambling apps? Jim, I'll start with you.
0: You know my my feeling on this. I, I do think that in my perfect world, you should be able to gamble on everything but the sport you're playing. And wherever you want to gamble on it. If you're on an app, clearly you shouldn't be on your phone on the sideline anyways. So it's just going to get you cut as a player to begin with. So... That's going to regulate itself. And if you're getting treatment, I've said this before, if you're getting treatment, you're in the building, you're there for a long time, teams want you in that building. Well, if you want to place a bet on the on the Knicks game tonight and you play for the Giants and you're at uh, you're in East Rutherford, place the bet. I don't care. Um, I don't think, I think it's a little bit, I think it's ridiculous. I think it's Pollyanna. I think it's counterintuitive to how much billions of dollars the NFL makes off betting. Just don't bet on your sport. That's my stance on betting in sports in general for athletes.
1: Disagree. It's high time that the NFL takes responsibility for the gambling activity of its players. With the rise of online sports betting, it's becoming increasingly easier for players to get involved with gambling activities that could compromise the integrity of any game. By monitoring gambling activity, the NFL can protect both its players and the league from the dangers of sports betting. Plus, it sends a strong message to fans that the league takes sportsmanship and fair play seriously. It's time. It's been time for the NFL to step up and take action to ensure the game remains untarnished by the influence of gambling. Chat GPT.
4: Wow. I was about to say, was that from the NFL itself? Was nope. that Roger Goodell's statement? That was me asking ChatGPT to write me a response to that question. Wow. Wow. It all not, comes not full bad. circle. Not that's, bad. that's very quick. That's very well done. I should have ChatGPT write my questions. For he, us. He
0: should, I should co host with
4: ChatGPT. Uh, <laughs> <GBT. Yeah, we laughs> you just did. <laughs> we can make that work. We can make Better. that work. Um, well, the final stone I have here today, guys the Memphis Grizzlies informed pending free agent Dylan Brooks. That's <laughs> Dylan Brooks, who got. Bit of a spat with uh, LeBron James during the Grizzlies, Memphis Lake, Memphis Lakers, Los Angeles Lakers first-round series in the playoffs. There's a bit of a back and forth, a little of a, you know trash talk in between games. But the Memphis Grizzlies have informed Brooks that he will not be brought back, quote, under any circumstances, according to a report from Sean Strania. Strofe, what do you think about the Memphis Grizzlies telling Dylan Brooks that? You know, hit the road. Yeah, there's no room for you here in Memphis anymore. I
1: I, I don't really get it, right? So I, I I think it's a little harsh to say. What what was the term they used? Under no circumstances. That's wild to me. That you know, even if it was a cheap deal, because he's a decent player. It's all, I mean, he's a good player. I would actually go that far. There's got to be some underlying issues here, right? Because he—he obviously the trash talk with LeBron was stupid. It was idiotic. He made himself look foolish, and then he dodged the media after he had talked that trash and and lost games. But Memphis, I don't know. There's got to be more to this story, is my opinion on this. Uh, I hope so,
0: because otherwise this under no circumstance thing is crap. Memphis has created a culture of, and I'm fine with it, of being these trash-talking badasses and we're, we're just not going to take anything from anyone. And It was a whole team mentality. We talk about team culture. And maybe Dylan went a little far with it, and yeah, he should have been more accountable. But I'm sorry, not answering questions to the media is not a under no circumstances we'll bring you back sort of thing. Memphis is drawing a weird line. So unless there's something else out there, I think it's very foul and dumb of Memphis to say under any circumstances because there's nothing that Dylan Brooks has done that we know of that would warrant him not being re-signed under any, any circumstances. You know who needs a guy like Dylan Brooks, Bucks. Bucks could
1: use a lot. Of oh, but sure. we are—we've already filled our uh, players. I don't like quota.
4: Grayson Allen. So trade Grayson Allen. Do a sign and trade trade Grayson Allen away. You know where they got Grayson Allen from? The Memphis Grizzlies. The Grizzlies. Yeah. Maybe it all. Yeah. Maybe that's We go what full the, circle. Apple didn't fall far from the tree. I don't know. They have Tyus Jones there too. Another former Duke player. Yeah. Got, former good without Tyus. Badgers too. killer. Yeah, I don't know, maybe. maybe stock up, get him, Grayson, Taylor uh, Brooks. Stop talking. Right All right, right. sunshine.
0: <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> but seriously, a guy like Brooks would.
1: No, you're right. I mean, it brings some flair. It'd, it'd be an interesting signing, but
0: some onions to the team.
1: I don't know, man. I don't know.
0: I'm, I don't want to. Can I just
1: the quickly on the Bucks?
0: There's a lot of rumors of Middleton. Uh, a lot of teams interested in him. Yeah, It could be. I would say like a sign and trade thing because he could opt out. The Bucks could then. Yeah, it's a player option, right? Yeah, and then he, the Bucks could then sign him and then trade him. True. I'm a little more worried about Drew Holiday. Yeah. I don't love that he says he wants to retire after his contract.
4: In two years. Yeah, I so saw that.
0: I kind of want to say then maybe we shouldn't have you here. Maybe it's time to move off. And then the uh, boot and holes are one we have to put on hold for a while. We have to kind of take our time to look at that. With the news about his brother, I don't know how I kind of reconcile that, working through that as far as his coaching. It does affect how I could feel about how that series went. Still not great, but I think that he probably keeps his job.
2: Well,
4: if the Bucks need some winners, they should call Jim Rutledge.
2: Hey.
0: Yeah.
2: We
0: All that Chat, noise. GPT, kid, no
2: do this, which is in your face. This is Rutledge yeah. and Hamilton. Send it back you're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts.
3: So everything's new and exciting and fun. Uh, fun. I'm just pinching myself a lot of days. Just, I can't believe, uh, you know, it's real. Sometimes, so it's been, it's been a dream for sure. So she
1: said,
0: Dude, I kind of love it. it. It's funny, but I'm tired of it as people keep on chiming in saying I'm madder than they are. Fine, you don't have to be mad. I just would be mad if I was a Packers fan. And Aaron Rodgers sure looks like a guy that willingly was a turd last year in the last few He's years a turd. with the team. He can play all the good football he wants, but his personality was best described as a turd.
4: That's I, I, yeah, so wrong.
0: I'm not. You saw him here. I know I did. Jay, outwardly, but the, but the sit is sit here and say he was a turd is just. He was outwardly a turd. Uh, he threw <laughs> teammates under the bus. Always cool. talked about retiring. But only Rogers, Amari no, Rogers. Rome, Romeo Dobbs and the hand signal things. He would he call like he would call out. But I tend to agree with him on that, right? Like if you, you, have, if you have beef, have don't go to, to a publication
1: instead of Rogers. But Rogers still
0: leader. You go to Romeo and you say, that Hey I man, that. you don't, don't talk about it. That's the thing. You don't talk about Fight Club. Aaron allowed, I think, his pettiness towards the organization to, at times, bleed into how he acted. I have no idea how he treated the teammates. We'll leave that alone. But I do think, and it's been quoted a couple times, the sin that Aaron Rodgers had in Green Bay was passive leadership. So, at a minimum, it does not look like in New York he is passive. But I'm, I'm done. If Pack, Packer fans are, are fine with it, and Aaron Rodgers just turned a whole new leaf and nobody seems to care anymore... That's fine and dandy, but I would like to say Aaron Jack Poll question. Right now, 59% of you say no. Blank his feelings uh, as far as Aaron <laughs> Rodgers and uh, what he's doing in the, with the Jets. You're not happy for him. Screw him. And I think Meh. as the year goes along, I think that's going to get worse as Aaron is doing the belt and winning games and smiling. Am I becoming and, a Jets fan? And not talking about um, – honestly, I'm going to say it like this. I don't respect – Packer fans Uh that are going to root for Aaron Rodgers this year in New York. Why not? He's Because. The way he ended it with Green Bay and the way he's acting. I don't respect it. You should not be rooting for Aaron Rodgers. You can be indifferent to it. He's been my quarterback for 18 years, Jim. He's not your quarterback anymore. That's the way I look at it. You can be indifferent to it. That's fine. If you don't want to care, you want to just move on, you would be indifferent to it, you just, whatever. That's fine. I don't want him to to be mad, but
1: I want him him to Play well. No, I sc- like watching him play good football. He's, screw, he's good at it.
0: Screw, hi- like, screw him and the jet he went to New York on. What about you,
4: Ryan? Where are you at with this? I mean, I've been just kind of done with the situation for a long time. I think, like you said, he was being a turd towards the end in Green Bay, and I just... Why is that our word? We couldn't do better it's than an accurate. It's an accurate word. We talk for a Chris
0: living. Chris wash Waters times was in. You're right, Jim. Rodgers was a big deuce.
1: Last year a Big Deuce. and uh, Wiley Nash Scrum half, tweeted me the turd sandwich from South Park, which is a great episode. He that. also had the other amazing
0: uh, gif of Dave Chappelle show him. That's why plank em. So I mean, everyone's got a different fan base to it, but I just I would not I would just be indifferent to Rogers. You don't have to actively waste the energy to be negative towards him, like you're doing, but Blank'. Em. You think during the year I'm going to care what's going on with Aaron Rodgers? Uh, yeah, I do. I do. But only I because do. it's my job.
1: Uh, no, like people I, I, no pro- I think you're
0: fascinated by no, Aaron Rodgers. No, hold on. I, 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 I think you're a No, you're, you're projecting things onto me. I'm not if, projecting. No, but here's the thing. I wouldn't, what care in the world would I have about Aaron Rodgers if it wasn't my job to talk about Aaron
1: Rodgers? Uh, if it wasn't your job to talk about Aaron Rodgers, you would still care about what Aaron Rodgers does in New York. Because Why? that's your, your Bears fan. He no. tortured you for the see, last 15 no, years. No, see, no, now you're projecting to me. I do not care. He's gone.
0: You do care, though. No, too. you're. you're you don't get to tell me how I feel about it. The only reason I care about Aaron Rodgers having success in New York is because it's a major story here. What does Aaron Rodgers in New York have to do anything with my team? Preferably, preferably I would have had him stay and hope that Justin Fields was good enough to beat him. That didn't happen. It's over. Just like I don't – for me as a fan, it's done. I don't care what he does in New York.
1: Yeah, but but you're you're the one that's so upset today and telling people that they they should feel a certain way. Wait, right, but towards that's Aaron because Rogers. it's my job. I understand that, and I'm not wrong. Look, sixty percent of people agree with me. Uh, well, they they are just over on Twitter, it, right? Like I think a lot of the Packers fan base is over it rather than being angry that he's doing everything that maybe the Packers wanted him to do a year or two ago, right? Like people are just over it. That doesn't mean we that, want to go That's the question fail. we
2: asked.
0: You didn't say, are you over it? We asked, are you happy for him? We uh, we I say, believe no.
1: in the poll question, it says, I'm over his feelings.
0: Over his feelings. But it right. basically, are asking, are you happy that Aaron Rodgers is happy? Uh, yeah, but
1: uh, nonetheless, regardless of the poll question.
0: Uh, don't, but again, don't put the, look, if you, I can't do my job if we don't talk about Aaron Rodgers. No, I know that, I, that's I do not, not what sit I'm around saying. and talk about or hang out or have any discussion about Aaron Rodgers with Bear fans of mine. That I promise you. I do not care. I care about... What Justin Fields and what the Packers are going to do, well, absolutely. I, I understand But I, that. Do not, I do not care about what Aaron Rodgers would do. But Aaron Rodgers has been such a staple in your football fandom. But he, he has been. Can, I, can but pause for a second? He hasn't, though. I will say this, and I will say this 100% factual. Brett Favre was a bigger heel, a bigger thorn in my side than Aaron Rodgers ever was. And that has to do with a the bigger bench. heel. The, here's why. The Bears, and this is the Bears' fault, were crap the majority of Aaron Rodgers' time. So I didn't have expectations for the Bears to do anything. There was no heartbreaking. A large chunk of Brett Favre's time in Green Bay was against Lovey Smith. And Lovey Smith fielded teams that were consistently finishing second, winning 9-10 games. That stung. When when Brett was beating teams that had a shot to do something maybe. That stung. Aaron beating sure. dead dog teams that the Bears out for a long time... For a majority of his time, sure. ...doesn't sting. I'm not, t- I'm not lessening it. He beat the snot out of him. He owned him. He never gave him an inch. But I never had a lot of expectations, and that's the Bears problem. So, again, and I have said this before, the I own you thing I can't speak for every Bear fan didn't bother me because, yeah. Because it's true. And the, and the team, the Bears were complicit in it, but Aaron still got it done. I mean, there's other teams that have been bad that quarterbacks didn't dominate, like Rodgers dominated the Bears, so this isn't knocking what Rodgers did to the Bears, but there was no expectations for a long time that we were ever beating the Packers. And now that he's gone, great. I hope, As I said before, I hope it's a great rivalry. But I really would have hoped that Chicago would have been good enough to beat Rodgers and the Packers this year. I don't know if it would have happened. We'll never know.
1: But that would have been the ideal. Let's focus on love and the Packers, being better than love and the Packers, because I don't even know if that's in the cards for the Bears. I have no idea. It might not be. Uh, I, I don't either, I don't. Know it really good, depends I, on fields because I think the Bears actually have a better. I, think, I mean, it depends on both of them, right? Well, I think Bear,
0: I think the Bears have a better roster, but I do think that
1: comparable, I would say
0: it's going to come down to fields
1: and love. Yeah, um, and, and I think you will get your wish. I think it'll be a fun rivalry if Love is the guy, and even if he's not, you know, in the next ten years, you'll have a, you'll have a new face. Of the both those teams are head, probably so. six to, to nine win teams. Uh, I would probably put the floor lower, but I would agree with the ceiling of nine wins. Yeah. Um, regardless, uh, back to the point. I think every football fan, and, and not just because you're a Bears fan, and not because I'm a Packers fan, I think every football fan has an eye on Aaron Rodgers this year because it is the most fascinating storyline in the NFL. Is Aaron Rodgers is no longer a Green Bay Packer? He's on a new team with a fun young roster. All of us are going to pay attention to Aaron Rodgers. So to sit here and say you won't pay attention to it, I think is incorrect well, because again, I'm saying again, they're going to be on national television. And I a lot can't too. separate the two, but. I've said this before. I watch the Bears and the
0: Packers in the NFL, not Chiefs. Like I'm not a guy who sits around and watches every NFL game. Not a big fantasy guy. The NBA is my favorite sport. So it is, and it's a great job. But I'll be. I I can't separate them anymore. I have no idea if I'd be watching Aaron Rodgers and the Jets or care that much about it until maybe the playoff time. Until, but I, I can't separate it because I will now because Aaron Rodgers. Is the biggest story. Aaron Rodgers yeah, is, the, is right. He's bigger than Mahomes. He's bigger than the Chiefs. He's bigger than all of that. He is. He is the well, biggest story I in the big, NFL. Biggest story in Wisconsin. Uh, no NFL overall. It, it very well could be. But again, my job is to talk about it, so I don't. I can't separate the two. But as a as a fan, when I wasn't doing shows, I cared about the Bears and the Packers. Now the NFL has expanded much farther now. But the last time I remember not doing radio shows is a long ass time ago. Sixteen years ago. Yep. It was Bears and Packers. That's what I cared about in the NFL. The, so that is what I know that I cared about last when I was a fan. The Jets are a major story, and my job is to cover that story. And Aaron, and I don't know your point of it is, but my whole point is that I'm, if I was a Packers fan, and maybe this makes me petty, I've never experienced this. I've never had a player leave after being a, a, a jerk or a turd or just go somewhere else. I haven't had that that's been really meaningful. Jordan was gone for a year or two, and it was more of like yeah. a, a goodbye time. Yeah, Urlacher retired tired as a bear. Yep. So uh, Cubs players, like, it's baseball's not the same. Yeah. No. 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 Um, like Chris Bryant, Rizzo, and all those guys, all those different yeah, places. That that's what whatever. You know. Yeah. Um, so I haven't had it. Jimmy Butler, he was a bull, but I don't like. That's not there. Right. So I, I don't, I cannot directly tie to it, but I know it would bother me that if it looked like a guy was not all in with my team, from a personal standpoint. Clearly, Aaron Rodgers gave everything he could as a football player. I will never question that and as a leader. But I still think passive leadership and I still think uh, not being fully just positive about it would bother me because that's my team that you just treated lesser because you're in your feelings.
1: I, I think I'd care more if we didn't already know that, right? Like, we already knew that before he was ever gone, before we ever even knew he was going to be gone, right? Like, this was already a foregone conclusion that, yeah, maybe that was the case. But it's Aaron Rodgers, and the term we always use is when it comes to star quarterbacks, uh, the juice is always worth the squeeze, no matter how much baggage comes along with it, right? The drama, the the Pat McAfee show, the not showing up to, to OTAs or the voluntary OTAs, right? Like, that is all worth it when you have Aaron Rodgers. So we already knew all of this, right? Him going to New York and cutting his hair and being a happy-go-lucky Aaron Rodgers again really was never a surprise to me. The haircut was the biggest surprise to me, right? Like, and I'm not even saying that jokingly. I expected him to flip the switch. He is a little bit taunted, not taunted, but I think a little bit scared of, might not be the right term, but you'll get what I'm getting at, of the New York media and how he's perceived. He's always cared about that, right? And he wants to make sure he's, he's starting off on the right foot. So to, for him to go out to New York and do the OTAs and, and to make the public appearances and to, and to do every radio show he's asked to do in New York, none of this is surprising to me. I, I expected this. Dan Stoughton chimes in with a massive compliment
0: from me. Jim, for someone who doesn't care about something, you certainly have strong opinions towards it and spend a significant time dedicated to talking about it. Well, Dan, as I did say a second ago, it is my job. And it is my job to have opinions. It is my job to try to figure out what people care about. And it is my job. And it's an amazing job. But yes, I'll stop talking about Aaron Rodgers when everyone stops texting in and calling in when we talk about Aaron Rodgers. Those the facts, Dan. So you can project all you want that I'm obsessed with Aaron Rodgers. No, our audience is, and I'm reflecting it. Uh, Joel and Madison chimes in, here's their problem Now the honeymoon will be over soon Oh, and his $100 million contract Will come due after 2024 He's talking about uh, Aaron Rodgers Uh, No, he's going to rework that deal, Adam Or excuse me, Joel and Madison, I promise you That's going to be reworked The Adam and Madison chimes in, I want to see him fail I want to see all 31 teams that aren't called the Green Bay Packers Fail, every single one of them That's That's that's, Adam is my spirit animal as a football fan Because for me, football is very visceral More than any other sport That's part of it too, Alex, as we talk about it Thanks for the insight there, Adam that football is, I'm hitting. Like, we are getting after it. Like, it's emotional. Like, I I want to see someone hit, and I want to see big plays, and I want to see,
1: uh, if I'm a Packers fan, the belt, and I want to see the Lambeau leap, and I want that all
0: stuck in someone's face. I
1: I don't want the Jets to even make the playoffs, right? I want a better draft pick because if he plays at least 11 games or whatever the actual number works out to, the Packers get a better draft pick. But would I mind seeing Aaron Rodgers win five games and look awesome, but the rest of his team crumble around him? That would be like the ideal scenario. Would
0: you rather? Th- I guess for me, I'll just make myself Mr. Uh, bitter or whatever. If I'm a packer fan, I want to see Aaron Rodgers out there missing receivers, throwing his arms up.
1: I mean, that'd be kind of
0: fun. And, You're not and wrong. Just about pouting. That. You're not and, wrong. And then getting his
1: feelings in the post game because things aren't going. That it's just a nasty you, like, nine win year. Would it be fun? If they started like 0-3, and, and then the, he reverts back to the 2022 era. like That would yeah. be kind of fun, too. Right. You're That's, right about that. Yes! Yeah. 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 The, hate the hate is filling my body! The hate is
0: filling my body! I've, I've
1: turned him! <laughs> I've turned him! I've brought him to the dark You're side! Right. That would be kind of fun. You're not wrong. You're not wrong.
0: That's all I'm saying. It's football. It's visceral. Like You want to just... Uh, <laughs> yes, oh. it's only May. Right? I, I want it to be August. But you get it. Like Baseball's not that. Baseball's like, we're all going to have some popcorn and watch... Ten thousand innings of baseball, basketball. <laughs> look, it's a long ass season. These guys have to try really hard. It's not really locked into the playoffs. Same with hockey, but football is just like screw uh, that other guy, blank him. That's why. That's football.
2: Football. You've
0: football. Wa- you been Fo- watching any hockey? No. Football's iron jock. Iron jock. Like just, <laughs> I'm a a strong sweaty guy, but iron jock makes me not stinky. I can be strong and not stink thanks to the friends at Iron Jock. Go to ironjock.com. That's ironjoc.com. And you can use the promo code 2T1FREE now through May 14th and get some men's performance T-shirts. I wear these when I work out at Carbon Health. They are fantastic. You go get them. Again, use the code 2T1FREE at ironjock.com. This is Rutledge Hamilton presented by Coors Light.
2: You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter, at Jim and Matt. How
3: can you ask for any, you know, anything better than that, and, and just it's a special place to play? But, yeah, you know, 18 years in the same spot, you also get used to everything, and everything is just kind of the same old, same old, Tonight.
0: There you have it, Aaron Rodgers. Tired. Of playing for the Green Bay Packers, tired of that same old, same old green and gold uniform being put on. Uh, tired of that same old, same old drive. Tired of you. Wore out from the Packers. Wore out from you. Oh, I am a delight.
1: <laughs> yeah, I brought you to the dark side, Alex Struth. I'm proud of myself. No, I, not entirely. Look, I I this is rooting for the Skywalker. Jets. I never once said I maybe I did say it. I may have said it. I, I I'm not rooting for the Jets to like win a Super Bowl. I'm rooting for Aaron Rodgers to look decent. But I, I don't I like watching him play football. But you would not be have a, a high level of If you won Freud. the MVP and they won like sixteen games, they went sixteen and one and they were like, whoa, they're gonna win the Super Bowl. That would piss me off. You wouldn't. You would rather. You wouldn't rather see Aaron Rodgers grind out a year like you had in Green Bay with the Jets.
0: It'd be funny. You're not wrong about that. Like it would give you joy. It probably would. You just don't want to admit it because you're in, you're just you're not as in touch with your dark side as I am. No, I, look, not, I know not. I know who I am. I know <laughs> that certain
1: things are going to make me like as a sports fan happy. Speaking of being a happy sports fan, you want to come watch me play bar league volleyball tonight, nine thirty p.m. No. Okay. Do you want people to come watch you play sports? No, 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 not at all. I I was just kidding. I don't blame you either. I find it weird. I don't know why. Like, look, I do know why I signed up for this, right? Because I signed up for this back in March, and I was like, "Whoa, spring and summer volleyball league sounds like fun. Can make some friends. Hang out with my current friends. You know, like it sounds like a good idea, right?" And here we are, game one, May 2nd. It's going to be 42 degrees out tonight when we take the outdoor sand volleyball court. It's going to be hell. Yeah, those things are a lot. I played in uh, Madison Rec League
0: with a couple, uh, trying to think who people would know around here. I guess Jesse Temple was on the team. I mean, Gabe Neitzel was on the team. Gabe Neitzel, yeah. I'll I'll mention Tom Lee, who was on the station for a good four or five years. Uh, He was on that team. And uh, I think that's kind of oh, then Patrick Herb, who was the basketball yeah, sports the in, uh, information guy, uh, was on that team as well. But some of those games, man, yeah, you're you're showing up at nine o'clock, and yep. it's just
1: nine thirty start tonight.
0: Yeah, it, it's just late. I'm not. We're not on TNT.
1: We're not on the West Coast. <laughs> yeah, not we're not in LA. <laughs> the hell are we playing we're in Madis- late for We're in Madison, Wisconsin, and I'm going to play in 42 degree weather today. What should I wear? Like, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Iron
0: Jock is what you should be wearing.
1: Yeah, that's fair, but I I don't own an Iron Jock hoodie, is my issue. Really? I feel like I may need need a hoodie. We have have to get you an Iron Jock hoodie. I have a long sleeve shirt, so I'll probably wear that. We should got to get a hoodie.
0: Then I'd just wear, like, uh, whether it's another, like, thin. Like, you could wear a long sleeve under that ESPN one you're wearing. Yeah. So wear the Iron Jock underneath with that ESPN
1: over the top. pants? Yeah, I think that'll do it for you. All right. And I'll be moving, so I shouldn't be too cold, but I don't know, man. I'm not an athlete. This, this might be bad. Volleyball is
0: tricky, too, because you don't have to be athletic to be a volu- good volleyball player, but no. you want to play a lot because there's enough where you don't want to be the guy mishitting it all the time. Right,
1: right. And like, I might come in tomorrow with like my arm in a sling. I'm kind of worried about that. You're going to be so. sore. If you get a lot of hits, your, your forearms are going to be sore. I'm an
0: athlete. You are an athlete. You're going to grind it out tomorrow. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. Skyl's on up next. We're presented by Coors Light.